0: welcome to sports on the porch recorded live and unedited in the screen porch studio um it's a Brisk night, isn't it?
1: It is. That was yeah. awkward. I don't know that you've ever welcomed people. It's usually a well, good evening.
0: Sure. Good evening and welcome.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Good evening and welcome to Sports on the Porch. There we go. Now I
1: feel better. Recorded about live that. and unedited in the Screen
0: Porch studio. Yeah. I'm not going to edit. We don't edit anything. That music might have been a little soft at the beginning, but you know what? I don't care. Um, <clears throat> I'm a little worried about, you know, anyway, primetime football. But we, as you heard already, we have our good friend Nathan here joining us tonight. And it's not even Packer Viking Week. No. To what do we owe the honor? Well, it's it's the Axe Week. Oh, yeah. That's He's already
1: a... trying to get the axe back. Yeah. He's you, dressed as a ninja over here. You can't
0: have it. It's protected behind a glass case. The we'll glass see. case of emotion. We'll see. Oh, we'll see, will we? Yeah, well, we, we played Ohio State. We I mean, we lost, mm-hmm. but we played Ohio State. So did the Badgers. Yeah, and they actually played them pretty tough. Yeah, but they lost. Mm-hmm. A loss is a loss. They don't put an asterisk next to the loss and say, "Yeah, but they played them pretty tough."
2: In this case, it's a common opponent, so you can't use it to judge the judge the performance. So yeah, yeah. but
0: they, in the win loss column, they don't.
2: No, but no. we are going to use it because it is a common opponent. And we are going to be previewing the Gopher Badger games. We so. are. Oh, Well right. If we're not, I'm going to fucking go. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> <it>. We're already. <laughs>
0: Apparently, we're going to have to uh,
1: <laughs>
0: do some editing. Uh, well, Josh, anyway, we we have protocol to follow. Yes. So what is the temp?
1: On the Wheaton Dumont, we've got 20 degrees Fahrenheit, which is negative 3 degrees Celsius. We're in the negatives now. Yeah, it's, it's cold Ooh. as far as I'm concerned. I've got the heated vest on, another coat the winter boots have made their appearance you know what you're wearing the the fleece lined unitard and
0: you don't know what you don't know about this is this one is also battery operated go on yeah that's all i'm gonna say that's a battery operated unitard nathan no you cannot try it stop reaching across for it i don't like i was reaching across for something else but all right well that's 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 fine too um it's a little chilly, but now I see you pouring a beautiful beverage there in a very big can. So, Josh, what's in your cup? That's a crawler,
1: by the way. It is. This is from Sawmill Brewing in Merrill, Wisconsin, and Nathan can attest to my um, pontification and utter awe of a park-like setting for a brewery, which is uh, what Sawmill Brewing out of Merrill has. It's just, it feels like an old DNR building. It's because it is. Oh, oh, there we go. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. yeah. exposed wood beams. It's there's a loft area. The huge white pine, hundreds of feet high. Hundreds. Hundreds. And that's a, they make that's good a beer. Pine um, I'm drinking the the cheeky, which is uh, English special bitter. Uh, it's a 5.2 ABV. Is it bitter? Lovely caramel color. Um, nice and malty.
0: Multi, yeah. but still bitter. Mm-hmm. Is it a bit beer?
1: It's not overly bitter. I think I think it's very drinkable myself. Not
0: bitter like a like an IPA.
1: No. no okay. No. The the IBUs on this one are are, are I, well within reason. It's not hoppy, per se. All right. It's more malty than.
0: And Nathan, it looks like you've got your normal.
1: Yep.
2: Standard lattes for me tonight.
0: All right.
1: Standard issued they yeah. That is the standard issue. That is yeah. the standard.
0: It's not yeah. one of So where are the Blaze orange cans?
2: Oh, well, they're camel cans this year. Oh, they're camel cans. You he can't find any. Can't find them. Really? Put them put them in the fridge. They have to be in there. I remember like putting them in there. They're camel.
0: I mean, in, you can't in, find them. In the fridge in yeah. the at the at Studio A here? No, in my fridge at home. I put, well, Wait, did you drink them?
2: I, I don't you know. Can find they're them. they're camel. They blend in.
0: Oh, I see. <laughs> I see. Um, I all, see. All, all
1: the listeners are there, <laughs> and they're going, come on. Come on, man. You can get there.
0: Light bulb.
1: Yep.
0: You got it. Oh, cool. goodness. You guys.
1: Yeah, so we got to burn through these cans. Um, does beer,
2: a... does bush latte, does it, does it expire? Oh, I'm sure it does. It can get skunky, just like
1: any other beer. Yeah. I, I feel like I want to stay seasonal with my lattes, though.
0: For sure. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want a uh, summer-looking one right now. Do they make summer-looking ones? Oh, yeah,
2: it's a corncob can. Oh, yeah, That's so they don't of, want a
0: corncob one right now. No.
2: There's there's kind of a, a fishing one they did over the, like, early summer, and then they changed to their corn can corncob cans for, like, the late summer, early fall. And then... They switched to the camo can and or blaze orange can. This year, it was a camo can. Um, and then they did their ice fishing can this last year. I don't remember them doing any like spring can. I don't remember a, like a mm. St. Patrick's can. Or, 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 did they ever put okay. flowers
0: on flowers. it? Yeah. Or, no, or no, you know, no. small trees?
2: No, you know? no. Leaves are growing out. But this is buds. just the, the classic bush light with the mountains. Yeah, it tastes good. Nice. This is probably my second favorite next to the corn can. Just the no. standard. Okay. Or you well, well you can't find can't me. find the camel cans. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. I mean. All right. Well, I I'm drinking a, a repeat. We don't normally repeat, but we we drank this or I drank this earlier this year. Uh, this is the Bear Food. uh by uh Rough Cut it's a Rough Cut hard cider. It's by what is I I can't read the name of the brewery. Um it's you both can't read. Let me. Yeah. Is, it, is it called Rough Cut? Yeah. Rough,
2: rough Cut Cider.com. Yeah. Is it it's Bear
0: Food. Bear yeah, Food rough from cut. Rough Cut.
1: Yeah.
2: All right.
0: See. It, yeah, is, so
1: it worked last time you had
0: this. We played the bears last time. Uh it worked. Mhm. Now we'll see if it works this time. Mhm. Because we have a new quarterback.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that you drinking this
0: is pretty much the
1: yeah, deciding factor.
0: It doesn't matter.
1: I wouldn't even play Other they than need, they, they, the sheer enjoyment of watching the game, they don't even need to play the game.
0: is that interesting? I mean, like, do you think once I drink this, it will suddenly just be decided in the record books?
1: No, well, not in the record books. No, they're going to wait till the end. But the outcome... The future has been... Has already seen. been written. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, thanks you. And I do like cider. I don't know if you knew that. I do. Mm-hmm. That. You got a little bit of sweet tea. A little bit. Right. Um, well, let's um, let's briefly talk about, before we get into football, we're not going to talk about the Wild because they suck something awful. They can go to Sweden yeah. and... And uh, stay there. And stay there. Uh, they had two overtime losses, so they at least... Uh, Salvaged a point from each of those games, but come on, it's ridiculous. Uh, the Timberwolves, uh, give us an update on the Timberwolves. I know that they, uh, they had a nice, nice winning streak and then they played a back to back, uh, out there against, uh, 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 was it the Golden? No, Golden the, State. We, Golden we State. Won both of those. And then, but then we went to Phoenix and, and just got walloped.
1: Yep, Phoenix had their full complement of their big three for that game, and they showed what the Phoenix Suns fans were hoping that they had. But the Timberwolves bounced back with three nice wins since that. They're the number one team in the Western Conference. At ten and three, um, Denver lost a couple this week, so uh, they are in second place. The power rankings, uh, you know, their power rankings by writer, right, right, right. But they generally will go based on record and you know the opponents that they're they've played. The Timberwolves are number three according to the Athletics NBA power ranking which is a record for sure. And the Timberwolves haven't had a team this good since 2003. And it's 20 years in the making. We finally have a team that is more than respectable. That's a top four team in its conference, which it's been 20 years since we could say that.
2: The thing that always bothers me about all power rankings is it's so much just based on record. Like, it's, like, if a team wins a couple or loses a couple, they can drop 10 points in the, or, you know, 10 places in the standings, when, how much did that team really change over a week or two? Like, it, it's it's super frustrating to me, and just because you might have a, a gaudy record, but you're, you might not, and I'm not saying that this is the, Viking, or the, the Timberwolves yeah. case, but it's it just follows the record. A team loses, yeah. they drop. A team wins, like it's.
1: Uh, I, I, I feel like very well. I feel like the athletic does a nice job across all of their sports about maintaining an objectiveness to the the team that is on the field or on the court, and not just the team in the record. I,
0: I feel it's just more difficult though to do these power rankings early in the season um, because your sample size is too low. Yeah.
1: And so the the way the athletic breaks theirs down is they have the contenders, which are like the teams in the top four that they think are the the title contenders, right? And then it's like the next tier. So they kind of have them broken up into tiers, mm-hmm. and maybe where they fall within those tiers, there's can be some debate. But you know, being in the top tier, who cares if you're one or four? Well, right, right, right. You're in that mix. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and being being in that mix is is I think at this point. A, an honest assessment, but...
1: They're still uh, the best team defensively in the NBA. Right. The offense has come around, and since we talked last, the emergence of Carl Anthony Towns is, he's super efficient. Um, he's taken over a couple games that needed to be taken over because uh, nobody else was stepping up to fill that void, and he has been very very productive and again efficient with his minutes, with his shot selection. It's been the the third piece that we needed to see. Having ampi that leader, Gobert then on the defensive end, and having an engaged, efficient Carl Anthony Towns might be the straw that stirs this drink. And
0: and defensive and scoring Carl Anthony Towns, that is not showing apathy toward getting back and not toward showing apathy in the paint.
1: Well, and, and I I hope that with this success comes uh, his looking back at the ref with his arms, like, what are you doing not calling that foul? Like, that it, it in, engages him in uh, other ways that um, are less annoying and um, even more productive.
2: Correct. And I think... What what he's being asked to play now, his position will actually, it it won't give him that many as many opportunities to have those types of interactions. So uh, he's yeah. not going to be down in the low post as much because they're kind of learning how to play with Rudy. So he's he's playing a little bit on more you know on the outs on the perimeter. He's their he's their best three point shooter and he's most he's their most consistent three point shooter. So he kind of needs to be out there just to keep him keep the keep him honest and to give him a little bit of. Uh, him that option mm-hmm. um but i think he's gonna he's not gonna be driving to the paint as much and when he does it's gonna be more he's getting a really good look like he's not forcing yep. that versus it, you know he he's only gonna go in there when he kind of knows that he's gonna get get the look that he wants or he's got a pretty clear lane so he's gonna not not gonna or he's not going to be trying to initiate contact and then flail around like he does which He's just so bad at it that he – yeah,
1: it's just terrible. It's embarrassing.
2: It is super embarrassing. But <laughs> I, I, he is getting better at playing <laughs> playing the four on, on defense, um, and he's starting to realize how to play offense in this system around Ant and Rudy, um, and it, which has was going to take time, and they just didn't have it last year. And, yep. and they're getting an extended period of time now with all of them healthy. Um, which is part of the reason why they are doing so well, because even though in in the NBA there's already been some significant injuries with with really high profile players being out, um, which has kind of hampered some of the big the big guys a little bit. So, thirty seconds on my bucks. Yeah. Um,
1: number one in the athletic power rankings. Yeah. So they they've
2: looked really bad at the start, like bringing bringing Damon and it was. I didn't know how it was going to look and those first couple games were rough. They have rounded in the form. They on a, I think a 5 game winning streak. They're putting up 120 130 consistently and it's like it's like Damon and, and Giannis just decide okay, it's your night tonight. So then Dame goes off with, you know, 35 or 40 and Giannis does the next night. It's, they're really starting to figure out how to play together and that's going to be a really uh a really fun thing to watch as the season goes on and our dream of the Timberwolves Bucks NBA Finals is
1: it's alive and you know it feels more alive than a Brewers Twins even though they were both in the playoffs because you felt yeah neither one of them were one of right. the elites yeah. it maybe one of them Catches lightning in a bottle and makes it there, but two of them? Yeah. Mm, That's, that wasn't. That these wasn't are amazing. two of the, the better teams. Yeah, in these the are, NBA. I, I, I think so too.
2: And, and uh, it's a relatively short sample size with the Wolves, so I, I got to see it for a little bit longer. I got to see them all stay healthy for a little bit longer, but I'm starting to believe
1: that they are not going to S the bed. Um, oh, now you can't say shit? So you only will say the F word and follow it up with, by a shit. Okay. I apologize for that. Yeah.
0: We're gonna have to change the rating of the show pretty soon. Um from PG thirteen to yeah,
1: yeah So will uh. your will <laughs> your <pirate> rating <laughs> Um Will you be even more on board with the Tim Rolls when they win the NBA Cup?
2: That means
1: nothing to me. Oh, yeah. I, I honestly, I mean, I, I mean no, I, honestly, I think nothing. the
0: NBA Cup means nothing to all of them. No, I
2: don't no. think so. I is, mean, there a,
1: is there is there a monetary incentive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they all get like a hundred grand or. grand. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's. I think it's fairly substantial. Like yeah. The NBA makes a ton of money. Yeah. That they they said that they want this to be like a um the Euro League soccer mm-hmm. in yeah. season thing. That I think it's there definitely deal. is buy-in. On, not all of the league, but I think a
2: fair amount of players are are taking it a little bit more seriously. It's just a little bit extra. I don't think it's it's not the intensity of the playoffs or anything. Are like we
0: two and and0 in the
2: cup? Three and 0 in the cup? Yeah, baby. The, all that does is get you out of pool play. So, it did, are they swimming now in NBA? I don't get the it's a it's a it's pool. a soccer. Uh, you, oh, you play oh. in your pool and then and then if you're if you're good enough in your pool then you make it to the actual like uh, tournament
0: rescum baby wrexham
2: yeah they like Rexum a lot them. yeah
0: okay that's how that goes <laughs> um all right so we, we have a border battle coming up border battle
1: oh,
0: yeah it's a good try um <laughs> 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 joshua give it a try Nice. Um, this is the Wisconsin Badgers versus your Minnesota Gophers. Skyama, row the boat, go Gophers. Um, who actually owns the axe right
2: now? Well, uh, the Gophers have possession of the axe. We own it. You have baby. possession. We own it.
0: It. Hey, it, possession is nine tenths of the law, as far as I'm concerned
1: yeah that's a that's a myth. We but, you know, own it. I was gonna say, does that saying really hold a yeah, water? that
0: marijuana that's in your pocket right now, even though it was Josh's, is yours now cause you possess it. That's true.
2: Thanks yeah. for that, by the way.
1: You're welcome.
0: <laughs> it's legal in this state. No, legal. Is it legal in Wisconsin yet? No, it'll never be legal. In Wisconsin. It's legal in Minnesota. Yeah. Come on over. Huh? I got some purple and gold for you, and some maroon and gold.
2: Huh? The tavern league, in Wisconsin, is too strong. Wisconsin uh, will be one of the last states to ever
0: pass legalized marijuana. That's too bad. Um. Anyway, so Badgers favored right now, two yeah. and a half, I believe. Yep. Yeah. So thoughts, predictions, insights. So you we know, start,
2: start with Jordan.
0: We are o and o. I. We are o and o in Wisconsin Badger Week. Yeah.
1: Um, we're 3 and 0 in the last 3 seasons and 0 and 3 sorry 0 and 3 in the last 3 seasons and i'm just down on this the last 3 championships yeah this is a
0: wait we lost to ohio state and you're throwing in the towel
2: and you lost to the fighting Levy smiths and who's the one before the, that?
1: The the fighting um uh who was the one, the Purdue one. um but basketball coach Gene katie the fighting Gene katie the fighting uh quarterback Drew Brees uh, Drew Breeses. there you go yeah yeah I'm really hacked off uh it, it is it's an apathy thing right now which is the worst thing to have as a fan
0: oh definitely it's actually worse than disdain
1: so I said I'm hacked off. That doesn't go with apathy. So I am...
0: It can. Eh, yeah. I mean, you could be hacked off at yourself for being apathetic. Well, you
2: could be hacked <laughs> off to the point of apathetic. Right? There we like, go. That's you, where. I... Like, yeah, you, you're so pissed to the point where I don't even care. Right. Like, yeah, you could so right. like, you, yeah, you have really disdain and hatred you for your team. Like, like, win a game and get back.
0: So if you have disdain and hatred for your team, that means you're still passionate about them. Yeah. It means you have uh, 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 skin in the game, as it were. But once you become apathetic, then you don't really care the outcome. You're not going to get mad at it if they lose, but you're not going to cheer if they win.
1: And I was this way a week. I didn't even know that they played, other than it being a Saturday, and I could have assumed that they played. I had no idea they were playing Ohio State.
0: Well, I, I yeah, that's – they
1: did and they got killed.
0: Yeah, they did. They did well, thirty-seven to three. It, I mean, it's better than seventy to three.
2: True. Um, I think Ohio State was playing their second stringers. I think Minnesota spent about seven minutes and twenty four seconds of game planning for Ohio State. Most of last week was spent game planning for the Wisconsin game because I think they knew that even if they have their best game and Ohio State has their worst game, they'd probably still lose nine times out of ten. So why spend a ton of time? On that, when you you know you 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 want to be bowl eligible, if they need the six win. Right. They need to beat the Badgers, so I I'm guessing a lot of time left. You're
1: giving week. them way too much credit. Just saying. I like to to think that you're right, but I don't know. Um. I gotta go to the, the all guy right. who is the flex supporter over here. Now well, okay. I lost that bowl. So
0: yeah, you you gave up the or. Um.
1: You is... now have two which maybe will propel them forward or backwards, but no longer in a circle.
0: Yeah, because if you only have one oar, you're going to go in circles, unless you have other people oaring with you, rowing with you. Um, I prefer oaring. yeah, let's do oaring. Mm-hmm. Um, what I like about this game is, A, it's border battle, right? So that's always a game to get up for it. and I think you're right. They did not game plan for Ohio State. A, how do you? game plan
2: and two you you know you're not going to win that's the thing i think they went into it went into it with a very vanilla game plan and thought well we'll run the ball like every every freaking play right and if it's close in the second half maybe we'll try and pull out some you know pull out some right but but it wasn't it wasn't
0: no and so by halftime or by the second quarter they're probably just content with uh just the the going on to the next week so this is also a home game for the minnesota gophers it's the last home game yeah of the season so you have seniors the last game of the season. it is also the last game of the season besides uh are we uh, playoff eligible is, is no there
1: an NIC for football? <laughs> uh,
0: You need so so the well, we'll the we go- well i don't know if we're both Bowl eligible. Um, that's the
2: thing. So the the Gophers need, need this, this, this to become to bowl, sets el- to get bowl eligible.
0: Right. right. So
2: and there are there's been cases in the past where certain bowls have like taken a Big Ten team with five wins, um, just because they couldn't didn't have anyone else to get. But I don't think that's gonna
0: happen. This this is a game though that where you're gonna truly see how well the Gophers, the Gopher team can step up when it's needed.
2: If which... you can't be motivated for Axe Week and the game, you need to be bowl eligible.
0: And your last game if you're a senior. and you,
2: Yeah, it's senior night. If you're at home, it's 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 Gophers, Badgers. It's the Axe. You need it to to, to go to the freaking Motor City Bowl or whatever. Yeah. Like, if you can't get up for that and you don't have the right game plan for that and you can't get your players up for that, then there's something wrong with the program.
0: I, I 100% agree. And um, now, yes, I am a big P.J. Fleck fan. You know that. I I started out as a P.J. Fleck hater because I felt like he was a used car salesman. Um, and I still believe there's some of that rhetoric that goes on with him. However, I do believe that he does have the students' best interests in mind and does try to coach them in a way that he is feeling... Um, will benefit the team. However, there's part of me that is now believing that that method isn't as, is not going to produce the kind of results that you can get at a bigger, like SEC school or Ohio state. He's never going to get now to the point beyond this because his style doesn't allow for that. His style allows for, um, this degree of success. I also think that his recruiting abilities aren't as good as what they were touted to be when we first hired him, because as we're seeing, and I know transfer portal plays a huge part of that, but as we're seeing, this guy isn't bringing in top players, even from in-state. Uh, you know, that are willing to commit to here. Um, you know, he's not going to get five-star or even maybe even four-star players. Um,
1: so it is a lot of three-stars.
0: Yep, a lot of three-stars. Uh, and the f- four or five-star players that we... I don't think we've had a five-star player in a while, but the four-star players that we've had before were not his recruits.
2: The The tough part about the way he wants to play is that everyone else in the big 10 West or everyone else in your recruiting zone, all want to play that same way. Wisconsin, I the, the two people that you are competing against most for recruits are Wisconsin and Iowa. Right. And they both play that same way and have had more success doing it than you have. Right. So they can come in and tell that same kid like, well, yeah, you know, we're going to run the ball a lot and we're going to, but we can, we can put you in it. You're, you're an offensive lineman. Yeah, we're Wisconsin. We put we put offensive linemen yeah, the NFL off- all the time. Yeah, we're an offense. You you want to play tight end? We're Iowa. We put we put tight ends in the NFL right. all the time. Like you want to be in a run? You want a running back? Wisconsin's got you know all, all kinds of in the NFL. So right. it's it's one of those things where the the people that you're recruiting against to get the same guys in your region they're all playing the same way. So it's I just don't see a way where he can recruit better than than that. When when those kids are all coming into it thinking, How do I get to the NFL? And these other programs can can, can come in and say, Well, look at these litany of players that we've put into the NFL right, and right. at your position. Right. That's that's the really tough part about the way he wants to play in his, his very much risk averse style and run first style is that I just don't know that he can he can do it at Minnesota and out recruit Wisconsin and Iowa. And yeah, it's, yeah, uh, and any
0: of the surroundings. Uh, now, Josh, when we had Tanner Morgan and then we had the great receivers um, on our team, were we a pass-first offense at that point? And why did we go away from that? Um, why did and not go away from that in play calling, but recruit away from that? I mean. It seems to me that that's...
1: yeah, we we were more balanced and, but much more explosive, right? With the the passing game, um, Morgan to Bateman on the slants. There there were shots down the sidelines, and we saw that that once um, Bateman and Tyler Johnson left, uh, we just became so risk adverse, and probably because we had Mo that. You could hand on the ball forty-seven times a game, sure, and grind out some victories, and they had some good bowl success with that as well, and and solid seasons. They still haven't won the Big Ten West. Right. Um, they finally got uh, the pig this year from Iowa, but it's going to feel so less satisfying if we don't have the the retention of the axe, and you have the pig in the axe, then. Some of these victories against or losses against Purdue, against Illinois, and they hurt less. And you get into a bowl game, you know, you can you can sell that. But if you go and get blown up by Wisconsin this week and end the season with four straight losses and no bowl uh, bid, it's that's that's a tough sales pitch. Is right PJ here. gone? Ooh.
0: With four losses in a row, no bull bid.
1: No, but should
2: he be? Yes. Yes. I said this the last time I was on the podcast and you both said I was effing crazy for even suggesting that PJ should be on the hot seat. And now you guys are like, Yep, should be gone. Wow. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hold on. We've got
0: we've got something hot take. Hot take wow well
1: um, if you would have done that yeah then that maybe point. we would have known i, yeah. I just have to have a torch here that's <laughs> so yeah. what I, I take i'm gonna just fire it off um
2: but, well and i don't know
0: i don't think he'll be gone either I don't in, in the should be gone conversation i don't know i
2: mean he, you look at his record over the last you know since he's been here and he does have a better record than a lot of other you know, uh, Minnesota coaches and stuff like that. It's just, it's all about your standard and, and what what you can realistically expect right out of, out of the Gopher program. And in if this is which, you, you know, if this is as good as what you think you can do, then then it is what it is. But right. yeah, I would I would kind of be on the on the side of of um, of looking for something different just because I can't handle him as a person. But uh, but it is what it is. Uh so I texted good friend Jordan. Yeah. Cousin good friend and, and cousin in law, Jordan. Cousin. Um uh asking what if, up, Jordo? asking if he wanted uh to, to chime in. Uh him and Alex and uh brother in law Jeffrey went down to the game last weekend. It was an exciting game overtime, yeah. And um but uh he said will be a battle of which team plays less Poorly. Gophers have more to play for with bowl eligibility on the line, so I expect them to win. Badgers should be pissed about losing the axe, but have played down to competition all year. Jordan says Gophers 24, Badgers
1: 20. Oh. Oh. Yeah. That's a lot of points for these two teams.
0: It, it is. Uh, it, I have almost a single digit <laughs> uh, for each team it's, 14
1: 9. Yeah. Or, or,
0: or, or 9 7. It could very
2: well happen. And the Badgers have had a pretty good defense overall throughout the season and really good depth at linebacker, which I think will help them, um, depth and production at linebacker, which I think will help them in this game. Uh, I don't know. Like, they're, they're only giving up, like, 19 points a game, but I don't know if that's just because of the competition <coughs> in West or if that's because they're good. I think I think they are okay. And against okay or less competition, you're going to do pretty well. Um, but their offense has been like Jordan put it, they just they play down to the competition and the quarterbacks has been, you know, injured off and on. Receiver Corvis been injuries off and on. The court, you and know, Brandon Edwards has been been injured off and on. He looks like he's back. I think he, he had like twenty carries last week. Nothing nothing crazy, but um but I think he'll be a full goal this week. So we'll see how the Govers can can stop him. Um but I think it's gonna be I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's one team is going to run away with this. I think it is going to be close. It might be one, one play here or there, like whether it's a long, you know, one explosive, an explosive play here or, or a trick play or whatever. Like I think that's going to be enough to win this game. Like I just don't see either team being good enough to run away with it.
1: That makes sense.
0: Your thought on Minnesota goal? Well, wow, you're apathetic, so you don't really care.
1: Yeah, I got a, I got a take. Do you? 10-10? 10-10?
0: That, can't I don't, it can't happen. Not in college football.
1: But that's what I want to happen.
0: That's what you want to happen. Then where? I
1: want things that I can't have, Matt.
2: But does the does the accent come to this? In do we get? Does Studio A get the axe? Yes, I think. Correct. I think it sits. They plant it in the middle of the the St. Croix. There we go. Right in the middle. Like right on the border. Like in the water? No, I think you you put it on one of those buoys that they have out there. Oh,
0: or you, channel, or hang
2: channel. it from the bridge. There we go. Right from
0: the brand new uh, uh, Saint Croix Crossing there yeah, bridge. It
1: Feels more like a 94 situation. Does it? 94 connects both the U of M and the yeah. U of
0: W. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Put it. Yeah. So put it. Just hanging it below. Yeah. Yeah. For a year. That's yeah. How it sticks up to the elements, I don't know. It's, I
2: think you, you, it's in a some sort of a case. case. Well, it's
1: already in a glass case, according to my eye. Yeah, of emotion. It. <laughs> it's very fragile that yeah. glass case.
0: Yeah. It's a Either way, effort. I
2: think it's going to be a it's going to be a rough game to watch. I think it's going to be a lot Agree. I'm not going to watch it. It's going to be a lot of running the ball. It's going to be a lot. of We're not dealing with your apathetic shit right now. Um, it's gonna it's gonna it's be weird. a lot of just really grinding out. It's gonna be a lot of, like. You know, the well, Iowa, Minnesota, the Iowa, yeah, National yeah, teams. Like, yeah. I, it's, it's going to look a lot like that. Um, and like I was, like I said, I think it's going to be maybe a big play here. A in lot court.
0: of wishbone formations, yeah. You, all right, we've got uh, enough about apathy in college football. Um,
2: I'm picking the Badgers, though. I, I think they're going to do just, just enough, yeah, Ax- but close I mean, score, the, the but close. The Axe is not, the Axe and, and Floyd Rosedale have not. Reside and Minnesota has not won both of those trophies in the same calendar year or in the same year since 1990. That's 33 years.
1: I don't see it happening again. 90. So that was Daryl Thompson. I don't know. Time frame? I just heard that stat yeah. earlier today. That, that feels like Daryl Thompson.
2: So. All right. Moving on. All right. So we have a game
0: to evaluate from uh, last Sunday evening. Uh, Minnesota at Denver. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minnesota looked uh, good, not great, through the entire game, up until the end, when they couldn't move the ball just to score a field goal um, in the thin air for well, Denver. Well,
1: the defense actually gave up a drive, a touchdown drive, right, and, and allowed the ball to to actually have you know that that was Denver's best drive by far
0: for sure and i think
1: getting first down working their way down the field as you get
0: later in games especially in denver um you know the entire entirety of the team and this is science gets gets more tired than they would say playing in san francisco or in new york it is it is an exhausting place to play because of the altitude um i mean even professional athletes uh, and at the beginning of the game, they're fine. Um, even, even throughout the game, most of the game, they're fine, but you come down to a last drive that you need to gather up that last bit of energy that you normally do, but it's just not there. Um, I I'm not blaming the altitude for our loss because I certainly think we had a lot of missed opportunities. I mean, we were three or own three on the turnover trail. So there's some things that we need to, certainly improved that, that contributed to that. But uh, I don't 100% blame that on the defense, but I certainly think that um, we could have prevented that drive previously in the game.
1: Yeah, I think the defense played by and large very well. Yes. So I'm, I, I have nothing against the defense. And uh, having three turnovers and not getting any in return certainly hurts. Right. Um, but I, I'm always going to put it more on those turnovers that you give up more than turnovers that are weren't created.
0: Right. Um so is this just a blip in the Dobson meter that you've uh that you started last
1: week? Yeah, it this is just a blip. Um I feel very confident still in the short time that we've had Dobbs as our quarterback that he is he's on this Vikings team, he's a playoff quarterback.
0: And I don't know that we ever got your opinion on Joshua Dobbs because I don't think you've been on since he's come aboard. I have not. And do you have any thoughts or
1: like can we just take it from the top of the day? So just like you're greeting him in the morning. <laughs> what would that sound like?
2: Yeah. Are you are you uh... go ahead. Good morning, Joshua.
1: Yeah. First of all. Yeah. Good morning, uh-huh. Nathan uh
2: well i was talking to joshua Dobbs. oh yeah calm down
1: um i get excited i know you
2: do i haven't seen enough yet to tell you the truth i mean you can't you can't really judge that first game when he comes in cold i mean the, the defense the other team didn't have a chance to to prep for him um this last week it was uh they looked really good and, and his mobility is definitely paying some dividends uh, or you know before th- this last loss, um, but I don't know. I I feel like you gotta you gotta get a few more games of sample size. He he looks like an NFL quarterback. Um, he can he can make the throws. He can make some decisions. He doesn't have a super strong arm, but but his mobility makes up for that a little bit. But he, he can process the information and make the decision. And I just think it he needs a little bit more time to, to get comfortable with the schemes, right. the passing schemes and that kind of stuff. But I'm, I, I'm not to whether the Vikings should make him, you know, give him a contract and make him the starting quarterback. I don't, I don't know. I think, Ooh,
0: I, I think we're way too early for that. in those discussions, like, we don't have a healthy starter right now that is able to compete for that job. So I, I think that those types of conversations are just... And I know they're happening all over the sports world. Uh, you know, will Josh Dobbs become the starting over Kirk Cousins? Uh, it, that's so premature right now. And um, we don't know how Josh Joshua Dobbs finishes the season. I have to give the last name. Otherwise, this Joshua here thinks that we're talking about him. And mm-hmm. you're not the quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. I want to let you know that. I, I know that you kind of think you are no.
1: i feel like i would be able to complete some passes to tj Hawkinson. well i i'm very efficient at throwing to the tight end right
0: but can you do a three-step drop and throw yes okay
1: and, yeah, that ball will be out of my hand like a hot potato because i <laughs> I'm yeah gonna get hit. you're still gonna get hit though can i get a beer
0: yeah oh uh, wow you drank that whole crawler i'm impressed Um, All right. So moving on, we have another primetime game. Hold on. You want to still give your take on the Denver loss? Or shouldn't we move on from that and put it behind us? What
1: I want to give my take on is when is enough enough and Ty Chandler is the lead running back for the Vikings.
0: Well, okay. I know that Denver is a (laughs) horrible. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but that was a question, not a take. Jesus, is this your first
2: oh, podcast? I feel like that, was that was a take. That was him saying. Oh. It's not, it's, it was. Well, right. Was okay.
0: He, but let's let's review last week's game. I know they went against a horrible, I think it's the worst in the
2: NFL, run defense. Is that correct? Ty Chandler averaged like seven point something per carry.
1: Didn't fumble and had a key blitz pick up. Which was my uh, thought going in? Why Madison is out there was he's a better pass protecting running back. He is for uh, sure. I don't know. I saw that blitz pickup and it was a I think a third down completion that Dobbs had, and Chandler showed uh, to be an efficient pass catcher too. So why is he not the three down back and you bring in Madison for a you know? a series here or there, let's let's turn this into Ty Chandler is now Delvin Cook and Alexander right. Madison is, is it, Alexander Madison I, prior to this year.
0: I'm not going to disagree with you on whether we switch backs or not. I agree. Mm-hmm. Ty Chandler has shown the ability to escape traffic, where I think Alexander Madison has shown the ability to pull a sled and find traffic heck he's got a piano on his back and he won't play it so this is this is a guy that tends to run into the back of his own lineman in order to try to find a hole there's a hole there but you're not going to run through it and yeah
1: no hot take on that <laughs>
0: no what that does not what
1: <laughs>
0: sound but but Ty Chandler has the ability to, and both of them are somewhat patient, but Ty Chandler has shown the patience of an experienced running back when he's really fairly young, um, where he will pause behind alignment and then run through the gap as as it opens. And uh, he's much faster.
2: Yeah,
1: more explosive for sure. Yeah. To me, when he sees the hole, he's already through it. Where Madison is still evaluating, and yeah, and just it's.
0: But is it a money thing? Is it because you're paying Alexander no, Madison more money?
1: No, they no, they're they're not paying um big money at all. They're paying him, um, the, yeah. Well, it's it, that's not a Ty
0: Chandler thing. got ten carries, uh, this last game, and uh, Alexander Madison got I believe it is yeah eighteen, um, but. The yardage speaks for itself. Ty Chandler, 73. Alexander Madison, 81. Again, like you said, yards per carry, seven and a half versus four and a half. Um, you know, that's that's where it lies. And again, it's against a very poor run defense, but they're coming up against another mediocre run defense now in Chicago. So is that is that a change that we can make
1: yeah i i feel like this you've had ty chandler a couple of years now he knows this the the o'connell system and a running back is more interchangeable than a quarterback than a wide receiver than a tight end it, it's it's the most interchangeable piece our offense. are
0: you seeing more because the 1810 uh uh you know comparison there are you seeing more run by committee right now having those two? And, you know, are, are we going to see a more even uh, attempt I, I don't,
1: I don't even want even. I want the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. I want 18 carries for Chandler and 10 for Madison. If Madison can start the game or whatever. That's fine. I don't care. But if you're going to go with this hot hand approach, you don't pull out the hot hand. Right. You roll with it and then I, he has I a, a bad series and then you put in Madison for a series, see if he can do it, which he'll probably cop up the football or just right. do nothing with and then Chandler's back in.
0: So, Nathan, since you are technically a, uh, a West Coast uh, Packer fan, because you're on the West side of Wisconsin... <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying. West yeah. Side, yeah. um word. Uh, you, the Vikings are more of your uh, immediate adversary, uh, yeah. as it were, rivalry. However, if you were east side, east side, no, not the shocker, east side, Um
1: Not a hot take?
0: Not, I don't get hot takes, apparently. No. He's got something against me.
2: Just making hand signals and going. It's a side. I and I don't. I'm not giving that a hot take.
0: Hand signals on a podcast. Yeah. Um. Those are more bear. Yeah. Uh, the bears are our big time. And yeah. and and because not only because the, the majority of the populace of the state is on that side, on the east side, but the. Uh, apparently, Josh really likes this. If he were in charge of hot takes, I would be getting him every time.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but it's also a historic rivalry. Yeah. Been around way longer yeah. than the 1961 Vikings. Yes. So in this instance, because obviously you have to adhere to some uh, historic accuracy with your Packer fandom. Uh, would you say that you are rooting for the Vikings in this scenario against the hated Chicago Bears?
2: Uh, yes, but no, 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 I'm not. Um, I want the Bears to win another one because I I'm rooting for draft position for the Packers. I I really give a shit what happens in now this game. you say the S word. Um, like. I hope you guys tie, I guess, because that's kind of the same
0: score yeah, as the Badger game
2: kind of, kind of kind of works against both of you. But but really, like, I don't care. I'm I, i I'm, for me when it comes to these kind of things, like some some Packers fans are I'd rather see the Bears lose and the Packers win. Some of them are I'd rather see the Vikings lose in the Packers win. I am just all about what helps the Packers. Win. Right. So for me right now. I'm evaluating Jordan Love, and I want a good draft pick. And so whoever is lower than me in the in, in the wins-loss record, I want them to win. Right. So so for me, I'm rooting for the Bears just because of that fact, because it would help the Packers draft position. As far as, like, me caring about what happens to the Vikings, to the Bears, I really give a crap. All
0: right. Um, Josh, what are your thoughts about Bear-Viking matchup? Monday night, primetime football. More prime time, one would say, than Sunday Night Football. It's
1: the prime time
0: It's the prime timeiest of prime times. Yeah. Um, and we don't have to listen to Chris Collinsworth. Which, oh, although, oh. I do have to say, and this is the last thing I will probably ever say nice about Chris Collinsworth. He was pretty high up on Joshua Dobbs. I thought, yeah. actually, you were talking for a moment. Because how high up you are for Mr. Dobbs. And it wasn't you; it was Chris Collinsworth.
2: He jumps on any like he jumps on any fad. True, he's he's a freaking
1: goof.
2: He's a bandwagon fan.
1: You you guys want to have some fun sometime? Um, Watch Sunday night football with Collinsworth, of course, as the commentator, and watch that game with Jenna. She tore him seven or eight different ways, just laying into him. So had
0: Chris Collinsworth and Jenna been in the same room. He may have left that room crying.
1: I think he's still in that room.
0: Yeah, but sobbing in a corner uncontrollably.
1: The tongue lashes were certainly Yeah. enough to Yeah, keep just yeah. He, he probably he, vowed to not call another football game.
0: I would I would imagine so. And she's such
1: a sweet gal too. And he's is, so tall.
0: That's... I don't know if that has anything to do with anything, but Ooh, coyotes. Huh? Yeah, going after some uh, deer leavings. Huh? Yeah, gut piles. Yeah, gut piles. All, All right.
1: right. Speaking of gut piles, how about them Chicago Bears?
0: You know, Justin Fields is back. Yeah, they uh, almost
1: beat the Lions. Oh, I was so pissed. They yeah. Couldn't help us out last week and beat the Lions, and then lose to the Vikings this week. They'll defeat the freaking Vikings this week. Give up seventeen points in the final twenty uh, or something.
2: Yeah,
0: and here's the thing: is the Lions have a have an offense that can do that? I don't know that the Vikings do. I'm I'm concerned about mm. this game as I was concerned about the Denver game. Uh, I called the Denver game a scary game. I call this also. A scare game. The, the redeeming factor for us is we play at home. Um, I think we I, just I, do well at home against the Bears.
1: I feel good about this game. I I don't have. I have uh, some caution because there's to Nathan's earlier point of the unknowns, and we're we're still evaluating Dobbs. Maybe Jefferson plays. Maybe he doesn't. I'd like to see Jefferson back this week. Um, I understand that if he doesn't play this week, you got the bye week and then he's really healthy rolling into week 14. But I just, I want to start evaluating that process. I think it gives the Vikings the best chance to win, but I also want him healthy, I guess. Um, So don't re-injure that hamstring. And beyond that, I I think that the Vikings are a better, more well-rounded team than the Bears. And the moment isn't going to be too big, especially coming off of a Sunday night game where, by and large, Dobbs played well. He had that early fumble, um, tip pass interception. But other than that, it was pretty good. And what we can expect out of Dobbs, he, yes, he does throw the ball. Just He doesn't have that same zip that Kirk Cousins has, which makes the, the ball arrive to the receiver a little bit late. But he certainly is ahead of the curve what what we would expect uh from a quarterback playing in his you know call it fourth game for right. the team if you include that that partial first at, game At what
0: point though do we start not letting the number of games he's played for us as an excuse I
1: am I'm, I'm already there. I Okay. I, I
0: but in the Denver game too?
1: Yeah, I, I think that he the way he went out against the Falcons – no, it wasn't the Falcons. What was the game after that? The Saints. The Saints. The way he put up that first half at home. Right. It showed that he understands what's going on. He was like 18 of 20. They, they put up 300 yards-ish of offense in the half. So right. So I'm, I'm all over uh, the, the Dobbs train. Um, as far as um what 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 he is right now and and what he can become, even with Jefferson in there, and it changes the that dynamic. Now the best cornerback is no longer on Addison. Right, he's on Jefferson, and I think this defense is playing well. I think this is a, a game that the Vikings get. This is a twenty-seven. 17 Vikings victory. We roll into the bye week, seven and five, and feeling pretty good about the rest of the season, the way it stacks up with the Raiders, um, the Joe Burrowless uh, Bengals, both of those games uh, you're going to be favored in. And then it's down to two games against the Lions, and then a the Packer game at home that you're probably favored against. So three favorable games out of five. That's a 10-win team, even if you lose those right, games. So right. this is a good game to get, and I think that O'Connell understands the importance of this game, and he, he's going to have the, the guys ready to go. Right.
0: Nathan, any any additional thoughts on Viking Bear?
2: No, I agree. I think the Vikings win. The, I'm thinking long-term at this point, and Josh and I always talk about this, I don't think the Vikings can beat the 49ers, the Eagles, the Cowboys in the playoffs. So, right. I, don't, I don't know. That really matters anyway. So, so
0: thoughts uh, real quickly.
2: I don't think we play all of them.
0: You're gonna play one of them. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, any given Sunday, you know. Yeah. Um, your thoughts, just briefly, 30 seconds on Packers at Detroit on Thanksgiving. Always been, even when Detroit was bad. Always been one of their
2: great games. Yep, I think the Packers get beat. Uh, Detroit's shown to be a pretty uh, well-rounded team. Uh, They're playing really hard for Campbell. They're a very talented team. um, And the Packers are still, they're similar to the Badgers. They're playing down a lot to their competition um, and are still, I'm still not, sold on love yet uh my brother-in-law alex calls me every time they win and to which (laughs) has only been you know a handful of times this season and and this and talks about how how great love is i i still have yet to see it i think it is getting a little better um but his timing and his accuracy is still still an issue for me so we'll continue that evaluation process all right he's not the guy i don't think so either but but I'd be fine going into next season with him and drafting a quarterback. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: you'll be high enough in the hopefully.
2: In the, hey, in the... not yet. I haven't smoked any of Josh's weed
0: yet. Ah, I get that's yeah. a hot take. Um, <laughs> no, you can't hot take yourself. Uh, picks for this week. Uh, by the way, yeah. Uh, I want to let everybody know that Josh did, uh, make up some ground from last week. Uh, he was nine hundred in the hole. Now you're only 600 in the hole. Let's go. Let's go. Um,
1: Throw some games at me. What do you yeah.
0: Chicago at Minnesota. Minnesota is actually favored by three and a half.
1: Yeah, I'll take the Vikings in this one. Um, and they, like I said, they win by 10. So uh, I want this one for 400.
0: All right. And then Green Bay at Detroit on Thanksgiving. Detroit is favored by seven and a half.
1: That's a lot of points. It um, is, but
0: it's still Detroit on Thanksgiving.
1: The Packers and Jordan Love have a weird way of kind of getting close in the end, even if it's just gross, the other three and a half quarters, that that might just lead to it being a four-point victory uh, for for the Lions. So um, I want the points in this one. I'll take that one for 200. All
0: right. And then uh, the game that you don't know about that I always pick, Kansas City at Las Vegas, Kansas City. Is favored by eight and a half.
1: They're pissed. They are so. Yeah, pissed. they but they 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 and lost. I mean. Yeah, Ed, that's why they're pissed. Andy Reid is gonna hang fifty on them. It's it's gonna be a destruction. I want that one for five hundred. Yeah.
0: All right. And then the game that you
1: choose. I can't believe this. I was I was looking through the the lines here, and the Ravens, although they lost Mark Andrews, and they're on the road Sunday night football. They only have to give up three and a half to the Chargers, who they're just not a good football team. They're everybody's um, preseason darling, including mine. They are I, every year. I just think that they, oof, they're they're gross. So the Baltimore has their to use the word of the podcast, their shit together and they're going to win that one by a touchdown plus. That that's a good 400 right there.
0: Okay. All right. Well, going to hopefully make up some ground. Uh, you'll notice Guido did not show up this week because you started on the trail to redemption. So he wants to give you a little reprieve in that. So
1: I am thankful for that a-
0: as you should be. Plus he's afraid of Nathan. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I got my, I got my
2: gun with me. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's... And a hot tape torch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> we want to thank everybody for listening. Thanks for uh, being with us, and uh, please catch us on Facebook at Sports on the Porch or on X at MN Sports on Porch. And go wild! I mean, please just win something. That's all we ask.
1: How. Uh, hum- no skull. You yeah, yeah, skull. yeah, but you got to do Timberwolves first. No,
0: Timberwolves wrap it off. No. This guy, go go first, row the boat. Kind uh, of have to have that. Yeah.
1: I wasn't gonna say that.
0: Yeah, because you're apathetic. Right. Uh, you're gonna hate our closer. Um, and you know, skull
2: Vikings, skull. I'm Wisconsin, baby. Oh, shut your mouth.
1: I do enjoy your
0: altar, though. Who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs>